Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we're going to talk about Pow Pro Wrestling's Heal the World. Is TNA already TNAing itself? And the answer is yes. We get to preview the Elimination Chamber. But before we get into any of that, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm along with the model, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. So happy to be here to talk all of this uh, ensuing grapple, grapplical art. Ooh, I just copyrighted fancy. that. Bad all the graps. Okay. You're going to show us the ways on do a headlock? There are 37 different ways to correctly apply it. I will teach you all of them. Nice. Awesome. And let's not forget about the marquee of No Cell. Mike Rubel. Uh, sir, that's not what my title says on the screen. I'd like you to rephrase that, please. <laughs> um, the No Cell Overlord, Mike Boobel. That's right. The one and only true Overlord. More on that later. I watched a Warlord today, but not Overlord. Does that count? Was he eliminated in four seconds? No, unfortunately, no. And <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Um, what we're doing is talking about Power Pro Wrestling. Their last, this, right. it's been a power week. We had Heart Punch two weeks ago, and now we have Heal the World this past week. Both shows fantastic, fun, entertaining, action pack action, as some people would say. I mean, after you get uh, punched in the heart, you do need to heal. So I mean, that makes sense. Thanks, Crush. That's uh, it's only been it was crush, 30... right? Shuck a bra. Yeah, it was crush. That's I would right. say it's only been 30 seconds in for about a minute in. We got a crush reference. All right. Warlord That's, what, hey, Joe, that's what they come here for. <laughs> they come for that hot warlord and crush talk. So Corey's gonna break down the year of crush if you would like uh, begin. Then we oh, talk about power. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ooh, well. Don't don't fall asleep on me, guys. But I can do it. <laughs> Hold on. Would that be ninety three? Oh yeah, ninety three. Yeah, I got it right. The fucking lime, lime colored crush. <laughs> he was high without the voltage. Now let's. I love, really, that, uh, I love that run because his entire gimmick was that when he was a kid, he liked to crush things. God damn it, Vince. You uh, take it literal, take it literal, motherfuckers! Jesus Christ! Simpler times. What? 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 What's the background? He crushed things like cans as a kid. Rush got it. Well, my favorite part is the, the the opening vignette, and I'll try to find one on YouTube and show you guys later. One of the opening vignettes is him wearing that fucking early '90s lime colored crazy ass getup and a fucking <laughs> garbage dump. As he's walking around like a, a heap yard, crushing cans in his hands and shit. That's that's intimidation if I've ever seen it. Oh yeah. Oh, well, God. you know, Corey, I'll, I'll I'll let you set this uh, crush review out. We'll, we'll save that for later. But let's talk about Power Pro Wrestling, shall we? We shall. All right. They let's talk about it, Joe. They crush. Uh... There it is. There it is. All right, and I'm I'm done now. You guys can do the review. That's great. I'm done. I've had my crush. I've had enough. But let's talk about heal the world. What about slice. 
Nah. Nah. Fanta? Nah, no. I'm a sun-kissed guy. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That and uh, uh, Bark has more bite. That's root beer. Joe knows sodas. I know sodas. But let's talk about Heal the World, shall we? Um, We have uh, VIP matches, and the first match was Kikio with Eliza Truth uh, versus Izzy McQueen. Um, Izzy with a hot start as she just tackles Kikio and starts throwing some punches. Izzy with some uh, multiple corner splashes and a drop kick in the corner. Uh, a lot, True pulls out Kikio and they're talking on the outside as then uh, uh, Iz, Izzy tries to do a dive through the ropes, but Kikio just slaps her. <laughs> Solid way to stop your opponent from flying that'll, at you. That'll, that'll shut that down. Just, <laughs> just, just power slapped her back into the ring. Uh, Kikio with a big clothesline for a two count. Izzy with a top rope drop kick. Izzy goes back to the top rope, but uh, Eliza knocks her off, causing a DQ. Then they double team Eliza, and then Kikio hits a stunner on one Izzy McQueen. Fun so match to start. Go ahead. This is like the I think it's like the third match between them at Pow. It's becoming a rivalry. That'll be more on that later. Uh, I don't know if there's maybe a move I'd want to do less than a drop kick off the top rope. That sounds so painful. Yeah, especially if you do the flat back bump. Oh, my God. I did a uh, not even a high dive, just a standard diving board. I did a uh, Matt Hardy lay drop into a pool once. And since, you know, I was fucking 10 and I had no idea how they actually landed. I landed straight on my ass. Oh my god, was that pain? Oh, that, that just gave me a like shiver. Legs straight out, just straight on my ass. That fucking hurt so bad. I was gonna say, I'd rather, I, I would rather do the drop kick instead of a top rope leg drop. Mm. So now that I can, you know, I can, I can barely sit down. Period. On so one cheek to the side, like there's a way to kind of land so you don't absolutely destroy yourself. And you yeah, are just the that. that you're using for the drop. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know, another fun match between the two. As Corey said, it's been a long rivalry between these uh, two. Would you say and, this is the Cena Orton of Palpa Wrestling? Well, I mean, let's not get ahead <laughs> of ourselves here. They've only had three matches, not 17,254. <laughs> we got to let them at least get them into triple digits before we start talking Cena Orton. And Corey, you weren't even counting house show matches on that. Nope. <laughs> what was it like for fucking like 60 straight months or something? Like Cena or Orton was in the main event or some shit? Oh, yeah. It was like 2000, 2008 going into 2009 into 2010. It was like, holy shit. <laughs> you, know, you know what's even a better one than that is I, I did the math one time. And for the decade of the 2000s, Triple H was in something like all but, and I mean all but 12 main events on pay-per-view when he wasn't injured. And that includes the brand extension era where he wasn't on a SmackDown show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> Overkill. He thought Dusty booked himself strong. Jesus. So you're saying that Kikio and Izzy are like a third of the way there. 
Yeah, they got a ways to go. Yep. Our next match in the VIP is Wade and Dom, the Hess clan, taking on Death Threat. I like these Hess boys. They're a fun tag team. Yes, they are. Uh, Fox starts the match with a spinning power slam to Dom to start it. Um, <laughs> is that Wade dirty with... Dom Hess? Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be. Uh, Wade he's with been, the he's big... been in the pokey. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Wade with a big body slam to Zeb. Hess clan uh, keep Zeb out of his corner by cutting the ring in half. So a uh, good double team, you know, tag teaming there. Uh, Zeb drop kicks uh, Wade and uh, gets the hot tag to uh, Fox Nathan. Uh, Wade grabs the cowbell and is going to use it. Uh, but the fabulous Freus come out and start to yank it away as Dom and Wade try to pull the cowbell back into uh, their direction. This allowing Nathan to roll him up for the win. Well, see, here I'm torn. I'm torn, Joe, because I don't want to get a, uh, a sideways with the, uh, you know, the, the French mafia in Montreal, supposedly, allegedly. Uh, but at the same time, any team that gives me uh, memories of the stud stable, like the Hess clan, give me, <laughs> give me some bunkhouse buck memories, I'm all for that team. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I know it was like a oh, what was that? That was a in the late nineties. Was it Slater and Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck, and then yeah. Mike Enos replaced Buck, and then Mike Enos <laughs> because and weird... Mike Enos <laughs> and Enos and Slater were called rough and ready. There it was. That's what I was thinking of. Mm. Swinging a miss. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know. But I miss that. You never, you never knew what kind of just weird ramshackle tag team was going to end up on fucking Nitro. Just never knew. What was I remember, what was Enos' I last tag team? Because uh, because Booble hated them. Well, I mean, he was in the Beverly Brothers, but there was no Enos, towards the end. And... Oh, where the fuck was he before he was with Slater? I thought it was the team with Slater. <laughs> it's probably mm-hmm. that. I just remember listening to the show because I wasn't on the War Stories yet when Buckhouse Bunk came on. Of course, I was like, oh my god, it's Buckhouse Bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Buckhouse Bunk! Oh, yes. Anytime. Um, so, uh, we'll see, you know, uh, you know, these Freyers and the Hess clan have uh, some, uh, you know, Feuding still going on, so who knows if we'll get another match. Court, uh, Booble mentioned last week that he wants a uh, – what was it, uh, Booble? I don't fucking remember. What did I say? The Cowbell. Oh, I yeah, want well, either uh, a uh, Texas bull rope match. There you go. I want either a bull rope match or a uh, black market carton of cigarettes on a pole match. Well – Close, Corey. What you're thinking of from the Frayers is black tar heroin because they're a drug cartel. You are mm, mm. allegedly, allegedly. You can't trust those people from apparently Blanchard County, France, which I don't. It's I Blanchard. 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 Oh, I got France, it. Yeah. Branchart, France. Got it. <laughs> Damn, you son of a bitch. Well, let's start the main show off as <laughs> King Naja comes out dressed in white. 
as oh, he's the ring just, announcer for the evening. Never in my life have I looked that good. That includes my wedding. I didn't look that good. And this dude looks that good every week. Not fair. Like, man, I just I want to be like I want to be like King Naja when I grow up. And then he pulls out. He, he shows us how like multi talented. He's got. I was like, wait, wait, like, I was like what did he pull out? Where are we going with this? No, 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 no. He's got multiple facets to the game. Yes, that's that's your uh, cue, Joe, to keep talking. Oh, I'm about to. Uh, as he introduces Jonas, as he Jonas says that he's since he's the new commissioner of POW, he wants to be known as the Overlord. I I never thought I'd say this, but this much Jonas is making me miss Branzane. I mean, I don't, I don't know that we can say that confidently as a podcast. The views of Corey Mack do not represent those of me and Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, Corey, you got to remember, Joe is firmly in the Jarmy. You got to remember that. I forgot about that. That stings every time, and you know you didn't, you didn't keep... see it yet, Corby. He has a full arm sleeve of Jonas. Oh my you know, god! But he's just cut it off. You know who pulled the deal to put him in the Jarmy was No Cell Entertainment Hall of Famer Richard Marticelli III. There it is. Good God! All right, moving on with the show because this is no no Jarmy, nothing like this. Um, one <laughs> overlord of darkness. Um. Overlord then brings out one Mr. Ulala. Ah, Christ. That's where I about threw up in my mouth. <laughs> you know what? Uh, maybe, Corey has, maybe Corey's on to something. <laughs> uh, Ulala says that uh, he's his beauty has been fully restored since his attack from La Bruja and Big Ugly a couple so, months ago. So, Corey, any truth to the rumor that his plastic surgeon is, in fact, Dr. Cleaver? Ooh, I can neither confirm nor deny these reports, but I have heard scuttlebutt. Uh, Ula Law well, announces that... <laughs> well, yeah. Mm. 50-50, uh, whether it's right or wrong. That's right? generous. That's been late. That, well, that's been lately, so... Um, hey, he Ula takes La... big swings. You gotta respect it. <laughs> if you're not swinging he from the fences. wild big swings like he's fucking Big Poppy. Uh, Ulala announces that Vinny Massaro has been reinstated to uh, power. Sorry. Vincenzo Massaro. Vincenzo. I apologize. Uh, then Brian Zane's Booble's favorite uh, commish comes out. Hey, first uh, of all, whatever do to you? Everything. My everything. Favorite commish is Michael Chickles. <laughs> Mish. <laughs> Michael Chickles. Dude, you get crushed. You get Michael Chiklis references. What more do you want in a podcast? Don't make me drop Thelma Harper on you. And then there's Maude. Uh, Brian boy, Zane man. brings up that he's been gone for one week and chaos has happened. I mean, he's um, not wrong. <laughs> you know, since he's been gone, Jonas is an overlord. Naja is the ring announcer. He gives Naja props for bringing the ring announcer, which you know, mean. he deserves. And then, you know, then Zane decides to shoot because, you know, he, he's butthurt that he lost that job. That uh, he oh, wow. says that he says that he loves the repackage for Naja, but he's almost uh, it almost makes him unrecognizable from being the guy that gets his ass kicked every time. Now, first of all, that's some low blows. That is, that's, un, that's uncalled for. 
Yeah, you know, one one shot's fine, but then he keeps talking about how Naja has the opportunity, has this opportunity because Caden needed someone to carry his bags and also make Caden's head uh, more shiny. First Whoa. of all, first of all, hey, it would hey. be an honor to carry Caden Cassidy's bags. That man is royalty. First of all, that's true. But you, you, that you spitting truth. What? What? Brian Zane's too good to carry some bags. That's what we're talking about. Old, old tracksuit Jones can't carry some bags. Plus, he can use his velour tracksuit to shine the head. It's like a, it's like a microfiber cloth. Yeah. <laughs> he's and that way he's ideally suited for the job. How? How? You know what? You keep King Naja's name out your fucking mouth. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm I I I I uh I'm fully behind that 100. It was a GI Jane joke. I'm a GI Joe. Um, Zane tells Jonas that he should put interim in front of his uh, commissioner name because one because uh, he will go through the legal system and get his job back as GM. Uh, I'm just gonna say the interim overlord sounds like a weird video. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm your interim overlord. Uh, I don't know how long I'll be here, but I'm gonna cause so much shit right now because I'm just an interim. I may lose my job next week. I've had a few supervisors like that. <laughs> Interim overlord is what I call foot fetish Jesus. Whoa. And we saw that about on the Super Bowl. So um, Zane then brings up since. Uh, Did you not he... see the commercial, Corey? I didn't see nothing and nothing Super Bowl. <laughs> Jesus has a foot fetish. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's a, a lot of washing some Bi- feet. What was the Bible directed by Quentin Tarantino? Well, I Facts. did see that meme, so yes, yes, yep. it is. <laughs> um, Zane then brings up about how he saw last week's show about Malcolm Flex, how Malcolm Flex was part of the Loser Leaves Pal match and he lost. But Zane noticed that they had a spot opening for a referee, and he brings back Malcolm Flex to be a referee for Pal. That's a pretty fucking big referee. <laughs> you know, that's an intimidating fucking ref. He's going to throw that out there. He he does do the Shawn Michaels referee get up, and I'm all for it. So the old banana hammock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our first. Batista. No one's tights are tighter than Batista. That's for fucking sure. God he doesn't. He he does not walk alone. <laughs> Let's go to our uh, first match. For the- <laughs> Have you seen Batista's tights? He was never alone, Joe. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Let's yeah, go to our first with him at all times. Always got jumped. Um, let's go to the first match of the main card, shall we? As it's Joey Thornton and Cole Rivera taking on the fabulous Raiders. Boo. Uh, Rivera and Thornton sneak attack the Freyers as they were uh posing with the uh fan with what was the sign like the it was a golden sign, I'm forgetting what it said, but like with the fan, they get jumped. Thornton with a jumping knee into the corner. Uh, Rivera with a running knee for two count. Thornton with a body slam and an overhead suplex. Uh, Thornton with a second rope flying knee. Cole and Rivera uh, dominate the first half of this match. They attack Hercules' left leg. Um, Rivera throws Hercules into a big boot by Thornton. Uh, Hercules with a side slam. Henri gets the hot tag. Uh, Henri with a corner splash. 
the Hess clan comes out and distracts the ref. Uh, Wade and gives uh, Cole the cowbell and he hits Henri with it for the win. I I just know one thing. I'm going to need these guys to stick around and I need you to pronounce their names every week. I'm, I just want to say Thank that. you. Exactly. Thornton and yeah. Rivera? Got it. That's Easy. not quite what I was getting at, but hey. <laughs> Corey, just wait until the Frayers uh, take on someone from New Japan. I'm all oh, over it. I'm yeah. all over it, baby. We need Joe to pronounce French and Japanese words in the same sentence. I can do that. Easy. <laughs> Multi. There's a lot of things Joe's by, but Lingual's not one of them. <laughs> Say that out loud. <laughs> what a sentence, Triple H. <laughs> what a sentence. Yeah. I would I'm like to say bull rope match. Texas bull rope. I'm calling it now. I mean, it feels like that's what they're building to, right? That's that'll be so. fun. Corey, when uh, was the last uh good bull rope match? Ooh. Uh true, geez. Uh because I hate strap matches and it's not that. So I'm I'm interested in a bull rope match. I mean they've uh, I'm gonna have to go back to the 80s. I mean, I know they've had them since then, but if you're talking a really good one. You're gonna need dusty roads in there. You're gonna need blood. You, nope. That's that's how to do it. None of this like Eddie JBL shit where you just fucking never bleed and touch all four corners to win. I mean, none the of that crap. The worst. The worst stipulation in a match. Play fucking tag. And then like it can't get interrupted. Like the count starts over. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's, eh, I hate those. So yeah, you're we're talking eighties. I need the cowbell rattling. Oh yeah. Is this in the is this in Crockett? Is this in uh oh, this is Crockett, Florida, this is mid south, this is Texas. Give me all that. Oh god. I'm gonna depress you guys with something real quick. It just came across my Facebook feed today. Uh I actually don't know if this is factually correct, so I think we proved it wrong, but anyways. According to Internet Legend. Uh, Macho Man's last appearance at WCW was in the Mid-South Coliseum in a Battle Royal. It was Thunder, May 2000. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Even in his final contest, he's he's coming out to put over Hogan. <laughs> Brother. Dude. God damn. That made me sound like, oh. That's what how Macho went out, huh? Hmm. Yep. It, in a new blood fucking millionaires club battle royal <laughs> and like they played like his new music so nobody knew who the fuck it was <laughs> yeah and he comes out like in the middle of the, there's like this fucking battle royal gang war happening for 15 minutes then all of a sudden this fucking music hits and he just kind of walks out to the ring doesn't they do which side, which side is he on for a minute but then he helps the rich guys more importantly, helps Hogan because you know, brother. brother. <laughs> I, I I would like to say that uh, Thornton and uh, Rivera impressed the hell out of me in this match. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They look good. Oh, they look I mean, really this, good. Uh, in the best way possible. Possible. They are such good lackeys. Um, they were great in this match. The them just dominating for the half the half of the beginning of the match was awesome to see and just them like just controlling the match was a good thing to see. Uh I did like the fact that the uh 
Raiders were still in the ring, and Najo's like, hey, guys, you guys lost. Hit the bricks. Come on now. Get, get leave. Yeah, he's treating the Friars with the lack of respect they deserve. Uh, not necessarily the Friars, but, I mean, I do wish a ring announcer would, would be more in control. I wish the Fink would have done that during the 80s. Like, okay, okay, honky-tonk, you fucking lost. Get out of the ring. There's another match coming right now. And that big booming what, Fink fall? voice. Yeah. Our next match is a tag team match, and the losing team is banned from ringside for the main event. As it's Dr. This is turning yes. into a Corey Max special here on this card. I know we're tag heavy, and I'm I'm fine with it. All right, and it's uh, Doctor Cleaver and King Naja versus Marcus Eriks and Drexel. Okay, Joe, hold on, real quick. Yes, I, I got something to say to the powder kick. I want you all to listen up. Now, first of all. For like four of you who booed No Cell Entertainment, oh, that, 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 that's that's fine. I'm okay with it. You can boo Dr. Cleaver, I guess, if you forgot to fill your prescription. Whatever. That's fine. Not, Take it up with not him. Not his fault. How dare you boo King Naja? Terrible. The, the man does nothing but give back to the community. He's a pillar of the community. He's for the children, looks good in a suit, great ring announcer, phenomenal in-ring talent, charismatic like no other. What is there to boo about King Naja? And from what I understand, helps drive old uh, ladies to church on Sunday mornings if they need a ride. Absolutely. I mean, he definitely you know, has not tuck and roll because I ain't got time for that shit, but <laughs> yeah. he gets them there. <laughs> And he's a multitasker. He's at, he's announcing his own entrance and everybody else's at the same, you know, right. Come on. Who else announces their own entrance? Come on, man. Yeah. Well, Mr. Kennedy. Well, you know. Well, well, well Kennedy has, only Naja did, has Kennedy, talent, though. So. Kennedy did it did it for himself, but Naja was doing everybody else in, this, in the same match. Oh, that's a good he point. That's a good, he's a giver. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Flex is the referee for this match. Giant referee. It would intimidate the hell out of me if I was wrestling. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm learning. I'm taking that one out, one out shit seriously. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, referee, sir. I have to one. Okay, I have to one. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you got it. One. Yes. You don't break the hold. He just kicks you in the fucking face. Yeah. I said one. I'm sorry. Broken. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Uh, Marcus with a running bulldog on Cleaver. Marcus with a swinging net breaker on Cleaver. Naja offers when he gets in, he offers Drexel a good amount of money to this lay down. But I take it every time. the The best part is, you know, Drexel. Uh, I mean, Naja had maybe I'll say about five hundred bucks, and then offered him about a hundred. And well, you don't um, want to, you know, yeah. I mean, don't want to lose. There's always it all. room to barter. You always exactly. barter. Exactly. Well, Drexel takes the money, but he uses it to give uh, paper cuts to uh, Naja's hand and mouth. That's Sir, that. That's how our money's for. That's defacing that's, currency. I'm pretty sure it's a federal crime. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure the police and are is at the next show because I mean, what's happened. I'm not a narc, Joe. I don't know what we're doing here. But... I'm not yeah, a narc either. I'm just gonna oh, call damn. it in. I'm just gonna call it in. Like that's exactly that would be, what that would be you, narky. <laughs> <laughs> and and first of all, Joe. You don't get to call Sting. He's not on duty today. Joe, Joe you've said some stupid things before, but that comment <laughs> qualifies you for handicap parking. 
I'm not a narc. I'm just going to call the police and tell them where everybody's at. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Draxel that make keeps... it better. Allegedly. Allegedly. Draxel <laughs> keeps calling Marcus not Charlie, and the crowd chants that. Ouch. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Cleaver with a big boot to not Charlie. Um, <laughs> Naja with some nice back elbows and forearms to not Charlie in the corner. Marcus with a second rope flying back over elbow to Cleaver. Drexel runs around the ring and grabs Cleaver by the nether regions and then throws him into the post. Drexel then runs in and hits Naja, who is just showing, you know, the crowd that, you know, he's a survivor from being paper cut in the mouth by a hundred dollar bill. But Drexel then power drives him and then throws not Charlie on top of him for the win. That's terrible. A miscarriage of justice, as Gorilla Monsoon would say. I'm just saying, Flex is an intimidating. We might need to go back to some referee school. That's all I'm saying. One in, one out, Flex. One in, one out. Naja, the trooper and professional, continues to ring it out, by the way. That was hilarious. This was so good, dude. Funny as shit. This was so good. Our next tag match is the uh, Flaming Aces versus C. What? Both teams weighing uh, around the weight of 420 pounds. Uh, Spencer and Cody start the match, and they go move for move on each other. Spencer tags in Zay, and Zay uses Spencer's head as a weapon and rams it into Cody. And then Spencer helps Zay with a backflip onto Cody. Uh, Guillermo, when he gets tagged in, he hits Zay with some loud-ass chops. Ass chops? Yep. Uh, Zay with a head scissor takedown on Guillermo. Uh, Zay goes to the top rope. Cody distracts him, allowing Guillermo to pull Zay off the top turnbuckle, hitting his head on the top. Uh, later, a little bit later in the match, uh, Cody's on the top rope. Spencer comes in, distracts him, allowing uh, Zay to pull him off the top turnbuckle. They're hitting the head on top. Um, Spencer with a double springboard stunner to both members of C4. C4 hits a back body drop into a power bomb for a two count. Spencer rolls up Cody into a ball for a pinfall. As the ref is counting, Guillermo runs in and ro- rolls Cody on top for the three count. So your winners, C4. Good match. Now, was it just me or was C4 a little heelish in this match? Well, you know. They were. Um, it's that you know the they. It's that fill the room and see what way you're gonna go type situation for them. Uh, after the match, though, Brian Zane interviews C4, and they say that they want a title match against the winners of the 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 tag match later on tonight. Midnight Heat comes out and says that they've been through all the teams at Pal, and once they beat the Hammers, they gladly give C4 a title match. All right. It was a good match between the two teams. Um, You know, the, you know, vets, you can say for coding Guillermo versus Flamin' Aces and just, they work not, they work well together. It was a, you know, good pace match. Um, Again, move for move almost. It was awesome to see. Our next match is for the Wrestling with Regret YouTube Championship as it's Tori's model partner. Charlie Avell versus oh, yeah. Chris 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 Brady. 
Now, Joe, I would rephrase it a little bit. I would go with Corey's doppelganger. Is how I'd put it. Doppelganger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before the match, Charlie says that he uh, beat up Jaden last week and took his title shot away. And Charlie will um, do what uh, Jaden couldn't do, and that's win the title tonight. Jaden's music hits, and everybody thinks it's Jaden, but it's Mister Ulala dressed up like Jaden. <laughs> I ain't approved the look. Covered his face. Hey, oh, hey, hey, man, oh. hey, man. Uh, Ulala says if Jaden wants the YouTube title, that he will have to go through Charlie. Um, Ulala then tells Chris Brady that he should just lay down and give the title to Charlie, and he'll get the rematch next month. <laughs> so it seems fair. That's fair enough. Um, Flex is the referee for this match. Uh, Brady starts off hot with some kicks. Hold on, hold on. Brian Zane, I know you hired a new ref. Can my guy get a break? I mean, Jesus. Nope. Nonstop work. Nonstop action. Um, some, uh, Brady's with some kicks to the thigh. Brady with a springboard head scissors. Uh, Brady with a second rope cross body for two counts. Um, Charlie then attacks Brady's injured shoulder that he got from last week's ladder match. And for most of the match, Charlie just focuses on that. Smart move. It is. Yeah. Brady goes for the second rope move, but Charlie catches them and hits the spine buster. Uh, Brady with a top rope. Almost uh, as good as Ahmed. Almost. Oh. That's, high, that's some high praise right there. Well, it's the best uh, spine buster in the business. Brady with a flip off the top rope and lands on Charlie. Um, Ulala gets on the apron to distract Flex as then um, Charlie hits Brady with a punch, had his hand wrapped in a chain. Flex makes the three count. One, two, three. Your new. Wrestling with Regret YouTube champion Corey's doppelganger Charlie Avell. I'm not surprised. I knew it would happen. <laughs> However, Flex raises the hand of Charlie and then the chain falls down. Ah. Flex then restarts the match and for no reason Chris Brady super kicks Mr. Ulala for no reason. He was just stretching. Was that was that it? We're stretching, huh? No, it's just uh, big ass head just happened to me in the way. Hey man, come on! I think that was it was a terrible call by an inexperienced ref. I'll just say that. I thought the chain just came from the rafters. You know, just fell. You know, that was it. Uh, who knows where it came from? It just you yeah. know he's been rolling around on the mat. It, it yeah. stuck to him. It yeah. came out of his hand. That's where it came from. What uh, do y'all do? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. I know you're blinded uh, by his mediocre good looks, but he's cheating. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no snitch, but I might call it in there. I don't believe you, sir. They have found you. out that you are indeed a snitch. <laughs> uh, Brady Joe, then hits Joe. If you're not a snitch, then Jeff's in Japan, and we all know that's fucking a lie. <laughs> hmm. How about that? No. Uh, Brady hits a running senton. Turn those geotags on, Jeff. <laughs> then he hits his beautiful top rope moonsault for the win. So, still, your YouTube champion, Chris Brady. Justice has been served. Um, another another good match here. With I love I love that Charlie is focusing on the injured shoulder, doing the you know heelish tactics of slowing the match down. 
Um, our next match it's the Academy versus Dove and Dangerous in a schoolyard scuffle match. It's been building for months. Yep. Pure chaos here, folks. Uh, Dove and Dangerous go uh, enter. Once they enter the ring, they go straight after the Academy and they start this brawl. Um, Steven uses a Radford's book against him and then tears it apart. That's not, that's, that's not cool. That's he, brother. Both uh, Dove and Dangerous then use Trapper Keepers and uh, place and clips them on the nether regions of the Academy. All right, we got, we, got to talk, we got to talk about it. What did you guys have on your Trapper Keeper? Power Rangers. Oh, uh, since I'm, I don't know, I may be a little too, I just had crazy early 90s designs imagine, <laughs> I, imagine I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> yeah imagine the save by the bell opening credits on a trapper keeper <laughs> i think i had oh uh, it it was probably like monster trucks like gravedigger or bigfoot yeah those were popular if i had to guess well, I I, I, I I had Power Rangers for a bit, and then I just went to like solid colors after. Um, then they bring in a desk. Uh, then they uh, slam Tom's and Nick's head on the desk. Then they put Tom in the desk, and then just push it straight back over. Tom picks up the desk and then uses it as a weapon as he hits <laughs> both of them. Um. They put Living the desk... out every childhood fantasy of just beating somebody at the ass with your desk. <laughs> yep. They put the desk on Stevens and for the pinfall, but he's able to kick out and push the desk off him. Um. Uh, what is it? Oh, Tom grabs a chair and then uses it on both men. Radford then breaks a ruler over the back of Frankie. The Academy then sets up two chairs and puts a chalkboard on top of it. Nick then brings in two mini whiteboards uh, whiteboards, but um, Frankie and Steven steal it and then break it over the head of the academies. Um, both teams then bring in mini notebooks and they're both covered with tacks. Damn. The academy knocks Dove and Dangerous down, then place the covered uh, notebooks on their backs and then step on them. Nick then brings in another uh, book and then opens it and it says full of tacks just fall down. Uh, the Academy is going to do a double team move on Frankie onto the tax, but Steven saves him. Steven then hits the belly to belly on Tom onto the tax for a two count. Dove and dangerous then hit their double team move. The AA and the power bomb through the whiteboard that was on the chairs. Tom uh, goes and uh, grabs Steven and then hits a spine buster on the tax for the win. Your winners, the Academy. I mean this in the best possible way. This was stupid fun. Yep. I I don't remember needing that many tacks for school. I remember like when you need to get a bunch of glue for some reason for the classroom. But tacks never really came up. So I'm not really sure where they went to school. Seems like a rough neighborhood for you had to use that many tacks. Could have used push pins, try that out and see, but uh, that was yeah, this was bonkers. Like That's really, why I said the brawl. This <laughs> like really unique weapon choices. Yep. Like it reminded me of 
like some of the weird shit like Steve Blackman and Crash Hollywood use. Yeah. Like it wasn't just your typical tables and chair. Like it was like weird shit. That's what it reminded me of here. It was cool. Um, we get a uh, this is intermission. We get a promo by uh, with Nadja and he's interviewing Caden as Caden brings up the history, his history with Pal about how the Empire's been screwed in multiple times, how That's they're right. screwed out of the tag titles. Caden yep. being suspended. Yep. Um, but Caden vows on his children that he will be Pal champion tonight. I believe him. Our first match out of intermission is for the Pow Tag Team Championships, as it's the Hammer Brothers. That's what I'm going to start attacking. Dirty, cheating, rotten versus Midnight Heat. Great team. Sledge start. Sledge starts the match off, wanting to see which one of them can take him down. Eddie tries to do a single leg takedown, but can't. So Ricky runs in and then does the other leg, and they pull down Sledge, <laughs> but then he just boots them off. Um, Jack with multiple backbreakers at Eddie and then hits a tilt-to-whirl backbreaker Ricky puts Jack on his shoulders and Eddie Eddie jumps off the top rope and just punches him they go for the uh, midnight uh, he go for the same move but Jack throws Ricky over the top rope and then clotheslines Eddie uh, Sledge gets the hot tag and hits multiple shoulder tackles and then hits a big sidewalk slam Jack jumps off the back of Sledge and tackles Ricky. Eddie jumps off the top rope, but Sledge catches him and hits him with a choke slam. Hammers try to do the wheelbarrow move on Eddie, but he gets his knees up. Sledge uh, catches a second rope splash from Eddie, but then Ricky just jumps into uh, Ricky jumps into Eddie to knock down Sledge. Jack hits a uh, jackhammer on Eddie, but Ricky's distracting the ref by being on the top rope. Uh, Jack then grabs Ricky and throws him into the top, uh, throws him off the top turnbuckle. Sledge then goes for the stink face on Eddie. Best part is him making the beep, beep, beep noises <laughs> as he's backing up. However, Ricky grabs Eddie and then they just walk to the back and they get counted out. <laughs> These two teams work so well together. <laughs> The match is so entertaining. Yeah, this was yeah. fun. I, I like this match a lot. Yeah, I did too. Um, and I, you know, that's saying a lot for me because you know, the Hammer Brothers were in it. Well, I mean, it's no sort of tag team. Wow. They they work to they work great together, and this was a fun match between the two. You know, you have the. You know the heels. It's like, all right, I'm we're out. You know, you don't see that often. You don't see them just leave the ring like we're done. Like we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're we're done. Like no mas. <laughs> we we know we're better than you, and we just don't want to hurt you anymore. So we're just gonna leave. That's how. That's like, yeah. Seem fair. Was that? I don't. I didn't get the same read. I saw it as uh them chicken shit cowards midnight heat. That's how I saw it. Uh... We can Again. all agree, though. They're both better than those uh, that drug cartel that happened earlier. So we can both agree on that. No, that's terrible news. What? No. <laughs> no, no. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Me and Corey do not agree to whatever Mike Bubble says. So. We get a Jonas War Room promo. 
as Jonas uh, brings Joe, out. Joe's hype for this. Oh, my God. Joe's spot of the night right here. Nah, I'm good. Uh, he brings out Skater Die, his guest, as uh, Kikio says that, you know. <laughs> skate, skate or die, not skate or get die. <laughs> yeah, skate or get die, all right? Right. <laughs> Uh, Kikio says that uh, she's been dealing with Izzy McQueen for the past four years and she's tired of it as they are looking for respect. Corey, you said earlier in the show how, uh, you know, they've been fighting for four years now. Yeah, it's 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 a rivalry. I didn't, I didn't see Kikio doing a uh, Roddy Dangerfield. Though. That was pretty interesting. No respect. No respect. <laughs> Izzy comes out and says that she's got a hold of someone for their uh, for a tag match for the next month's show. As she uh, called up to Vancouver and got a hold of her partner, that would be Randy Myers. Oh shit! The, the weirdo, weirdo hero. hero. <laughs> Which uh, I believe, we I believe that'll be saw, a pow debut. I believe it is a pow debut. Um, we saw him out in Defy and loved him ever since. Randy Myers rocks. If you if you've not had the privilege to watch Randy Myers, you in the Powder Craig are in for a treat. That is right. Let's get to our main event as it's for the POW Heavyweight Championship. Caden Cassidy versus Funny Bone. Malcolm Flex is the referee for this match. My God. Um, it's an Iron Man. Uh, Marcus Ericks and Drexel do come out with Funny Bone, but he tells them to go watch the entrance. Uh, Funny Bone with an insiguri to start the match. Uh, Funny Bone is on the outside of the apron. Caden goes through the ropes, but Funny Bones just stomps on the back of Caden. They fight into the crowd, and then Funny Bones does a dive through the ropes into the crowd onto Caden. Thornton and Rivera call, come out and attack direct, uh, Funny Bone. Marcus and Drexel come out and fight them off as they fight into the streets as they go out the front door. <laughs> Then that this is when Caden takes control of the match as Funny Bone. Can you, can you imagine in. just like being out there, just like walking on down? You see these motherfuckers come pouring out of a bar, brawling. So, someone's <laughs> like, "It's awesome. a normal night in Eugene." <laughs> I see how it is. <clears throat> a lot of people like a lot of people like made that joke in the at uh, World Pies of like, "What if someone's just walking by?" Oh, and just you're calling me a hack, Joe. Okay. No, no, you were the All one. Right, one of the you were the one. Uh, Caden takes oh, anyway. Funny Bone is sitting in the corner, and Caden hits a cannonball. Uh, Funny Bone rolls out and ha ha is laying on the apron, but then uh, Caden just jumps on on him. Uh, Funny Bone uh, hits a running knee into the corner. Caden picks up uh, Funny Bone and runs him into the corner, and then hits a running power slam for a two count. Caden is punching Funny Bone on in the corner, but Funny Bone grabs Caden's head and pulls it down. Funny Bone gives it a big boot. Funny Bone then hits a AA for a 2.9 count. Funny Bone goes to the top rope to do the double stop, but he moves out of the way and stands in front of the uh, 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 moves out of the way. Caden um, then goes for a corner splash, but accidentally hits the ref because Funny Bone moved out of the way. Um. Then Drake Quan comes out of nowhere and it tries to attack Funny Bone. He throws him out of the ring. Funny Bone grabs a chair and just sits there waiting for Caden to get up because he's going to do something. But Quan comes back into the ring and kicks him in the back of the head. 
and then hits a Uranagi. Marcus and Drexel then come back out and to get rid of Quan. Uh, Marcus grabs the chair that uh, Funny Bone was sitting on and is going to use it on Caden, but Flex runs out and makes the stop. They have a tug of war for the chair. Flex wins it, but accidentally hits Funny Bone with it because Marcus releases it. And um, then Caden hits a clothesline to the back of the head, and a reluctant Flex makes the three count. Your new POW heavyweight champion, Caden Cassidy. Hell, hell, yes. Oh, I, you know, never a doubt in my mind. Nope. I knew this was a beautiful day was coming and it's here. Justice for Caden um, has yep. arrived. Happiness. Oh, I just, I was beaming that night. All is right in the world of POW. Uh, so good. Good match between the two. Um, I, I'll be honest, when I thought Marcus was going to screw Funny Bone over, that was the idea I got when they won the the tag match early on in the night. I'm like, yeah, because you can see there's some uh, some issues going on between the three men of Drexel well, Funny Bone. To be fair, and- Funny Bone did chuck a chair directly at his face last week. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh, yeah. That you did know. happen. <laughs> I think he yelled duck, but it, he just didn't hear him. But I was just thinking, ooh, I think, I think, like, one way or another, I knew Caden Cassidy was going to win the match. I was just thinking, I think Marcus is going to screw Funny Bone over somehow. I mean, Marcus could have given Funny Bone fucking dynamite and Caden still winning that match. You know what I'm talking about? That's true. There's no, there's no screwing nothing. Caden Cassidy. The man currently there is justice in the world. Mm. All is right. As our POW champion. Yep. Yep. Oh, how good does that belt look on him too? Oh, beautiful. It's, it's fantastic. Beautiful. A uh, funny bone then grabs the mic, uh, the mic, and says that he's invoking his title match, uh, title rematch right now, and he wants it against Caden and Flex. However, Jonas grabs the. Microphone and says that uh, Flex isn't an active wrestler, so he cannot be in the match. Um, but Jonas does say that Funny Bone will get his match, but Jonas will be the special guest referee. However, then Zane gets on the mic and says, well, Jonas will have to have a match at the next month's show against Amira, and the winner of that match will be the special guest referee for the heavyweight championship match. See, that's intriguing because I don't know. Amira as the ref could be very interesting. I think the 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 brain is working together because I have some I have some yep. thoughts as well um on that. But overall, another fun night here at Oh yeah. Another good show. Nothing uh and like I said, justice. That's all. Justice. It was a I mean, Corey it was a Corey special by all of the tag matches. Yeah, this, was, we, got a, we got a Corey Mac centric card and justice for Caden the same night. Just beautiful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All 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 for to make me happy, all I need is a roll up mania type night. You know, there's all roll ups. Just saying. <laughs> but oh, you got 
get your tickets, which you can now for hard luck at powerprowrestling.com or noselentertainment.com. Uh, we have two matches already announced, as I said them just recently. Hayden Cassidy defending his POW championship against Funny Bone. And Amira taking on Jonas, winner to be the special guest referee for that main event. That Again, is a third it, match, Joe. Is it? Tag match. Oh. The oh, Izzy Randy McQueen Myers. and yeah. Randy Myers versus Skate or Die, which I said earlier. I was letting it slide. I digress. <laughs> Um, putting words together out this part. I try. I try. Bars. I'm I'm spitting them here. But you can get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling's Hard Luck on Saturday, March 16th at powerprowrestling.com or nosellentertainment.com or the event bright app on your smartphone and look up Power Pro Wrestling and get your tickets now. Also, you can get your tickets for art house after dark as the next movie coming out on the week of april 26th classic this one the 40th anniversary screening of the original a nightmare on elm street man 40 years um i just recently watched it for like the first time I am not a big horror movie type person, and it was on like I think AMC during October, so I just put it on. And uh, as Corey, I told Corey this earlier. He said there was about eighty minutes of commercials, so that you know <laughs> that saved the uh, made it less scary. <laughs> there you go. So, gentlemen, real quick, where <sighs> power rankings for you for? Horror movie, like you know, characters like where, where Michael is, Myers, where is, Jason, where is Freddy. Because mm. I, I don't mean, know, he, I don't... he might be mine one man. Because I'm just trying to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to sleep, man. Uh, he, he for me is either two. Or three behind Jason. Michael Myers is one for me. Um, so it's like a you know flip of a coin type situation for Jason or Freddy for me. Never watched, never seen any of the Chucky movies. Um, so I can't put him up in the nah, in he my list. He doesn't. He doesn't belong on that list. Not you like Child's Play? It's fine, but I mean, compared to those three, no, that's fair. I mean, the first movie is really good. After that, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, diminishing returns being what they are, <laughs> but no, um, Michael's one, Freddie could be three, and Jason's two. Just have to, I've seen more Jason than I have Freddie. So, all right, Art House, you want to impress me? You'll do Freddie versus Jason, <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, or Jason X and as uh, he goes to space. You know, that's, that's, for, that's for Shard House after dark. I uh, I blind bought. On, I think Blu-ray, Freddy versus Jason. I watched Proud it of once. You. And I was like, Jesus Christ, is this trash? <laughs> Do you still own it? Uh, fuck no. <laughs> wow. Pretty sure I just gave it to Save Any's. I was like, you can charge uh, nothing or throw it in the trash. I don't care. 
I don't want this. <laughs> you, 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 you're a mean person, Ron Burgundy. But get your tickets for uh, the A uh, Nightmare on Elm Street at eugeneartshouse.com forward slash movie forward slash A Nightmare on Elm Street. Get your tickets now for that and get your tickets for Hard Luck at palperwrestling.com or nosoentertainment.com. You don't want to miss these shows, they're fun. They're, they're family friendly in some uh, in some ways, uh, but it's always a fun three hours. They it flies by, and you leave. You know, most time you leave with a smile on your face because the right guy won, like Caden Cassidy did. Goddamn right! Thank you for that. Thank you. So we had Pal last week. You know, it's the Elimination Chamber this week. And it's at 2 a.m. our time. Who's waking yeah. up for that? Well, so, so the thing is, I'm not planning on it. But I tend to just wake up at that time because of my work schedule at the old shoot. So I might be up. <laughs> I can guarantee you I will not be. I will not be watching this live. I might. I, the My, my uh, cats wake me up around 5.30. So I will... Probably be up for maybe the main event. So, real quick, we're gonna break down the card in a second. Yeah, they may have announced. I don't know. Rhea has to be the main event, right? Mm. I don't even know the card, so I, I guess we'll find out. But I, but I, I mean, like, just because it's her homecoming, they've built Nia like a fucking star. Like, she's gonna get such an incredible reaction. Ugh. It's WWE. She's a woman. I'm a guess. She'll, she'll, she'll probably be uh, co-main event. I'm going to do um, the uh, <laughs> two, the double main event that they're going to do. Yeah. Or they're going to say all four main events. So Are there only so four what, matches? There's, there's only four matches. Jesus Christ. Well, two of them are the, chamber matches, so. So our the first match it's for the tag team uh, tag team match for the undisputed WWE tag team championships as it's the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on New Catch Republic. What? Ooh. What? What is that? N- New Catch that? Republic. It's Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Oh God. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right. So okay, I think the match will be better now, but. If you wouldn't have given me those names, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew if I just said no fucking clue who you're talking I, about. I knew if I just said the the new tag team name, I you'd be like, who? Come again? Bacon powder? Oh man. I mean, I'm intrigued now, but but I can't say I'm dying to see. You. Okay, that's a no sell for me. I don't like three of four of the people in this match. <laughs> I'm all about British wrestlers. So. I, can, uh, I can tolerate Tyler Bate. <laughs> Pete Dunn <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> um, we also uh, will have the Grayson Waller effect as he will that's, be interviewing. That's a, no, that's a no for me, Doc. <laughs> he will be interviewing Cody Rhodes and Seth Franklin Rollins. So they're taking so. them to Australia, and that's what they're doing with them. Correcto Mundo. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not going to be live on this thing. Does oh, Christ, I forgot his name. Grayson Waller. Jesus Christ. 
does he get a react like a good reaction? Uh, well, he's from. I mean, he should theoretically. I would surmise. But on a normal basics, no. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, elimination chamber match for the uh, women's world championship match at WrestleMania. Bianca, uh, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and the returning back, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, She's people back. are and better people than ever. Are pissed. People are pissed that they changed their plans after the leaked photo and they replaced Jade Cargill with Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, like they Jade kind of stole her gimmick, right? Because that's kind of what Jade thing is. <laughs> I I'm I'm surprised they ever consider her in the first place. They obviously want her to be a big star and she will be yeah but so her first match besides the run will probably shouldn't be getting beaten in a fucking chamber uh however I, I agree i wonder if they've the fact that they're so gun shy about using her i wonder if they have a little bit of buyer's remorse yet um because they you can tell they didn't do their due diligence and thought she was way further along than she was when they when they hired her um I don't know where I saw it. I saw it somewhere on Twitter today. I don't know who tweeted it. But I, we were talking about it at some point. And they're for sure going to do this. If it's if it's Becky and Rhea, which it, I assume Becky wins this match. Uh, it'll be Bianca and Montez versus Jade and Shaq. God damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter, too. Like I was on. like... Fuck no! Oh where, where did Shaq? Where, where did Shaq disappear in the uh, ambulance Ugh. to WrestleMania? That wouldn't be fair to Montez and Bianca. Jesus it, Christ! It fun. would not. Woo! That's that is not what. That's not a match that Bianca deserves at WrestleMania. That's fucked no. up. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, by the way, before I forget, uh, since I mentioned the. Booble or uh, so, uh, Corey, back to power for a minute. After the ma- after the main event, Najo's being chased around and he hid behind me at the tables. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Corey, while, while we're talking about it, because I just want to hear if you haven't seen it, your live reaction. I don't need you to read it because we're gonna get kicked off the internet. Now that you're in our Discord, shout out to everybody who wants to get in our Discord. I posted no. a tweet Liv Morgan had. And then the first comment under that tweet, I would like you to go look at that. Okay. I already forgot. I, I, hear, well, I, already forgot the next I got match, on Discord. I want to hear your live reaction to <laughs> that tweet and the response. I showed right. Joe earlier. <laughs> well, as Corey is looking for that. Um, but but I, Becky wins, right? Like, Yeah, Becky wins. Clearly, yeah. clearly Becky wins. Clearly, yeah. It should be a um, decent match. I think There's a lot so. of good people in it. Yeah, I, I I believe it should be a good it should be a good match. Um, the one downfall I will say that I did not like is on this last Raw they had all six competitors in the ring talking about mm-hmm. you know how they're going to win the chamber, and then Nia Jax comes down and destroys all six of them. 
So uh, what the fuck? There it is. <laughs> and it could be for both the the Nia Jax right. supporting all six or the that's the correct Nia. response to both things we're talking about. Yep, correct wow. response. All right. Yeah, that's, how was that, Corey? Uh, fun, fun tweet. <laughs> that's uh, some people. That's all I'll say. Some people. I was like, you know what? I never read comments. Let me go for it. Oh, okay, that's why I don't read comments. Jesus Christ. Some people. <laughs> goo goo gaga. That's what oh, I got for you. Um, so then our next match, which I I think is the co-main event, it's Rhea and Nia for the Women's <sighs> World Championship. Man. That's when you know they're hot. That's when you know they're hot. They can put Nia Jax in a situation like this, and it means something. Mm-hmm. Because sort it's like sort of like Zelina Vega in Puerto Rico, right? Like, there's not many times where you're going to get this sort of build and crowd reaction to an individual star. And it's Rhea; she's already a star. It's not like it's you know, no disrespect. It's not like it's Zelina Vega who doesn't really mean a whole lot. Like it's fucking Rhea Ripley. She's the best wrestler on earth. Like it would warrant a main event in this exact time frame. And it's smart to 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 have her in there with a big giant she can move around with because you know she. Mm-hmm. It's saying she's gonna, be, but the match probably is not gonna be good. Uh, so all we can hope for is that Nia fucks up and gets stiff, and Rhea hits her right the fuck back. Right, that'd be nice. Like. You 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 know, Corey. You said you're right. Like they're hot because they did what a nine thousand over nine thousand people at a at a house show on Sunday, thirteen thousand for Raw, over eight thousand for the Saturday mm-hmm. house show. No, like I agree. They are like they're in a really good spot. Like they're they've been killing it, a lot of it now. Yeah, a lot of it is because it's going towards Mania. They always have an uptick in business. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of peters back off to normal after Mania for a few months, but you know, at least the main stuff is—it's getting a lot of eyeballs and a lot of attention. Uh, the rest of the card is rough to watch. And then I'll just but the main I'll stuff is good. It, I'll just put it this way: <laughs> I hope the right people win at Mania because I'll go over it a little later. I. Yeah, I watched a sh- I watched some stuff this year from a, <laughs> from a time frame where the wrong things happened after Mania, and uh, you know I'm just saying. Oh, I can't wait till we get to that. Oh my god. Um, and then the main event, probably for the oh, paper. Yeah, man. elimination chamber match for a world heavyweight championship match at WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Versus L.A. Knight, versus Bobby Lashley, versus Kevin Owens, vote versus Logan Paul. Jesus Christ! There's, I mean, I, this sucks. I mean, the, the talented people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but there's only one winner. Yeah, it's it's, it's clearly Drew. Yeah, like I hate, I hate it when they're that. When they're like, okay, so there's only one person who can like, win. And if that's the point, right? You might as well just have like Seth in there, like for the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do something. Like, you might as well just be the title match. Because like, you, yeah. you, you, you probably got what? Owens and Paul are going to screw each other to make their match at Mania. You have what? I think LA Knight's feuding with Bobby Lashley is the weird one in that whole thing, right? right? He kind of doesn't fit. 
Well, Ka- yeah, uh, what do they do with him for Mania? What do they do with Orton? Do we get I Orton think, Lashley? I think we get. I think. <laughs> I think we get. Um, Karrion Cross group and Lashley's group. Oh my fucking god! I think we okay, get like so a six I don't, person. Since eight... I don't know who's in that. Who were in those groups, Joe? Uh, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I okay. even know this. So Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits. Yep. And then instead, okay, he'll instead of putting Bianca Belair with them, they put B Fab from uh, fucking <clears throat> that group of them. Yeah, so Hit Row, right? With yeah, uh, yeah, Hit, yeah. yeah, yeah, from Hit Row. And the Carrion Cross group is Carrion Cross and Scarlet, and the authors of Pain. Jesus. Hmm. With so I, uh, I, what's his bucket? At with least? Paul Ellering, yes. With, yes. Well, at least he's there. Again, for what I read, that was apparently the the two guys. That was their condition on coming back, is they they wanted him there. Um, I mean, God it's damn, does that sound terrible? That's like, that's, my, that's my that's my atrocious. that's my project, prediction on the, what we do with that. Then with Randy, I don't know because I think Ellie Knight's taking on AJ in one night since they're feuding, and then. Randy's the odd man out right now for what a mania match could be for him, unless he gets thrown into for some reason LA Knight and AJ, but I have no idea. Well, I've heard a rumor that of something they're considering that like, I don't watch the show, so God, I hope not. It sounds terrible, but <clears throat> I've heard there's a chance they could do the Seth Drew match, but add Sami Zayn as well at Mania, make it a three way for the title. See, I was thinking about Orton. Maybe they throw Orton in that. Well, apparently there's a thing with Drew and Zayn already. Yeah. Drew, Drew and Zayn's a man. thing right now uh, with Sammy. They're doing the he wants a title match and he wants to be champion storyline. Drew is the one who hurt Sammy. Yes. So when, when Drew took out Punk, Sammy's the one that came out and made the save. Sammy, Sammy doesn't feel hot at all, so that sounds Not, terrible. Like, Can you remember what he was a year ago and where he's at? It's crazy, right? Yep. It's wild, because even Kevin weird. Owens like is somewhere close to where he was, but he's been hurt too. Like he's, he's been, hurt, been like, yeah. Sammy is just absolute nothing. Yeah. Um. So right now, that's your card for um uh, elimination dude, chamber. They need to add something to that card. That's weak as fuck. Yeah, that's not great. Um, even with two chamber matches, that's a terrible card. Right. And it would be better if the two chamber matches weren't obvious who's winning. Yeah. Like they are like, like it's clearly like it's clear the direction they're gonna go. So it, if if Jade was in the match, <sighs> would would you would no people no, no it just, it would just help with star power. Like it's a bigger star power than Raquel, but it makes the match worse. She got booed because a little then, because because uh, people wanted Chelsea Green to win. <laughs> the Chelsea's getting herself over. Oh, but that's not I, good. That's di- she should talk to her husband about how uh, how useful that is. I mean, to be fair, it was somebody else, so we'll we'll see. All Maybe right, Paul listens, and we'll we'll let her get over. We'll see. Don't you mean get Brian Gerwitz or whoever the fuck's going to take Paul's oh, place? Christ Almighty! Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, I would say, um, what was I did watch some Raw this past week, and. Um, 
they're letting I, I think they did before, but they're letting uh, McAbee use the teleprompter now. The what they do with football. So he's doing that now. Um, um didn't somebody else do that, Corey? Like Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan, right? Lawler. That's what I thought. And then, That's what and I then thought. Uh, Lawler did. So now, now McAbee's doing that now too. Um and it's like, of course, uh, then on Raw, you had Drew versus Cody to open the show, and we had the WrestleMania finish of uh, Solo in a hood spiking uh, <laughs> Cody in the throat. <laughs> and then everyone's like, it's now forever. <laughs> and just, it's just, the, again, everyone online, it's what? the Mania finish okay. all over again. So real talk. Can Solo Sokoma wrestle? Because I've never seen him wrestle. I just see him do that. The last time he did it was against Cena, or he won the last time. Have you? Okay, he, guys. So where all he did was Samoan him? spike him for ten minutes. Yeah. Have you seen online where uh, people <laughs> post uh, wrestlers' accomplishments, like a picture of them, and underneath all the belts they've had? Yes. They did one for Solo, and it shows the NXT North American Championship. And then it just shows graphics of all the main events he's interfered in since coming to the main roster. <laughs> and it's like 10 of them. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. That's a terrible Holy card. Shit. It's, um, it's not great, Bob. And they want people to get up at... Okay, it's because they don't care about Eastern time. At 5 a.m. Eastern time to watch that? Correct. Hmm. <laughs> Like, that, that NXT card at 8 o'clock on Mania Weekend is going to be better than that. I got news for you. I don't care, like, if Rhea's in a big match. If I'm in Australia, I'm like, that's what you gave us? <laughs> well, they, like, and then, like, the, the, like, Australian wrestlers, Bronson Reed and Indy Hartwell, they're like, you know, on Twitter, like, well, the pay-per-view is in my home, you know, at my home. I'm not going to be there. Are they doing SmackDown or Raw or something from there? Or is it They're just double pay-per-view? taping. They're double taping. They're doing the SmackDown, SmackDown here. Yeah, taping it here. Yeah. Uh, so they're double taping that. Um, <laughs> but geez. Then I on mean, at, no no Roman no Usos. No, no Heyman's going to be there for them. So. No no Whoopi. No Rollins wrestling. No Cody wrestling. Yeah, that's no, what shocks I mean, me. Fucking hell, man! This is like. That's what they gave him? Because, like, Seth got hurt, so they're holding him off until Mania, which is fine. Then Punk got hurt, so I thought for sure Roman would wrestle. Like, you need another big match. You remember they've been, like, they've been trying to maybe, maybe rock and Roman at Chamber, or maybe a tag team match with them joining, aligning each other now, with each other now, but it's not gonna happen. Um, then on Raw, they are starting the Uso versus Uso feud to go to Mania with... Uh... So, I wonder if during that Grayson Wall... Waller? Walker? Yes. Yeah, Waller. Waller. Whatever. Wallaby? Uh, yeah. I wonder, because it's Seth and Cody, right? I wonder if Rock and Roman show up. Nah, I don't think so. I'd be pissed if, if I'd been Australia and... That's the card they give you, and then they just Roman and Rock just walk out and talk. Like, really? Um, what is it? I'm trying to see if I can find the ticket place. The ticket, uh, um, 
account on whatever it's called on Twitter. Wrestle text. Thank you. See how I can find the. Because it's um, a it's a it's like a soccer rugby stadium, right? Is it a stadium show, right? Yeah, from what I understood, yeah, this isn't like some sort of fucking. It is in the um, college basketball the court. Optus Stadium. It is a outdoor event. Ooh, Jesus, that's ballsy! Given that fucking card. I mean, the tickets were probably already sold, so they're like, you know what? Fuck them. We got the money. <laughs> but you know, learn from WCW. That's that's a mighty good outlook to have. Elimination Chamber tickets. Uh, uh, what is it? Current setup is forty nine thousand. Available tickets two thousand. So forty six thousand two hundred forty two tickets so, have been sold. Damn, it's technically is it. Is it Sunday for them or is it Friday for them? Um, God damn like it's it! Sunday, Australia so is always Saturday. They're ahead. They're ahead. So, so oh, currently, man. currently, right now for them, when we're filming, it is Wednesday, twelve oh seven p.m. So their show is so it's a Sunday show for them. So it's Friday or Saturday for us, or it's late. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They dodged the bullet. I'm looking at their weather. So on Friday in Perth, it's supposed to be 100 degrees. Jesus. On the weekend, it's mid-80s. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're in their summer right now. Yeah. <laughs> they, got, they dodged such a bullet. <laughs> God I damn. should give them a so If it's still you know, mid to upper 80s, it's going to be 115 in that ring under those lights. It's going to be mm-hmm. fucking Daly's place all over again. A fucking heat stroke. Rhea's makeup's gonna melt right <laughs> off. And so not only that, but like there's two matches in metal fucking cages. Have fun with that oh, guy. Oh yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> Sitting inside that enclosure. Birds. Sitting inside that enclosure. Oh Jesus Christ. Um that's gonna one be of the, miserable. One of the crummy things for WWE is so tonight when we're recording, <laughs> they're doing uh NXT and it's uh Wasn't this one tape last week? Yes, it was, and it's Shotzi going for the women's title, and she tears her ACL in the match. That's us. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Didn't she just come back? Yep. Yep. <sighs> Bad luck right there. That's yeah. rough, man. That sucks. Um, There's another one, though. They're <laughs> fucking dropping like flies. Jesus Christ. Um, speaking of maybe bad luck, uh, Corey, uh, TNA is doing <laughs> TNA things, and what is these TNA things are doing? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so what's happening now is uh, the, the talent's really unhappy about, yeah, they're upset about Demore being thrown out, but they're also just upset with how they were kind of lied to about it to their face by An- Anthem. Mm-hmm. So, not too happy there, and a lot of them, including. Josh Alexander posted uh, uh, what are those things fucking time a time uh, a sand thing yeah god damn hourglass whatever yes there it is on their their X pages I guess Twitter maybe Uh, saying that you know basically what they're saying is uh, you know as soon as that contract is up I'm out of here so of course today TNA uh, decided to uh, 
extend Josh Alexander's contract a year, so now he's stuck there another year. Oh God! As he after, and I saw the after he asked them not to pick up the year, which you know they can do it if they want. But he asked, he you know with everything that happened, he he asked them like, "Well, let me." I'll be happy to renegotiate if you want or something like that, but I just don't pick up the option. Right. Like, he didn't say, like, I was leaving tomorrow. He said, I'll finish out my year. Like, you know. <laughs> well, then it was over February 14th, so. That's rough, man. And then they said, uh, yeah, sure. And then just resign him. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, thinking about, too? It's like, Hammerstone just left a fucking dumpster fire that was MLW. <laughs> But yeah, like what you said, all the all the other wrestlers put up the hourglasses and but then you said then yeah, then it's like then Sports Illustrated announced that Josh Alexander is re signed. It's like oh what? Oh oh okay, okay. Because what's going um, on is basically the whole thing about Demore, it came down to he was like, "Look, we're actually built momentum. It's time let's let's put a little more money into it because not only talent, but we need to up the production value if you want right. to get on to what they want." And they decided, "No, what we want to do is cut money." <laughs> so that's what led to him getting ousted. And then they put a a glorified bean counter in charge of the TNA. You know they're going to be. Mike knows this all too well from the 91, 92, 93 years of WCW. We can see where this is going. They're going yes, to they cut the roster to the bone to save money. Um, So just re-upping him is just a fuck you to him, to be honest. Um, Brad Siegel, come on down. Yep. So it's like, oh, I see where this is going. This is going to be real fun. I, and I, the, I wouldn't doubt it if they just to spite them, they re up everybody else if they have like clauses, like the year, uh, the year pick up clause. Now, I'm going to try this, gentlemen. We've said it before. This might actually be it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can this finally be the nail in the coffin? Right. Like, well, I'm confused. <laughs> like, you can't cut money even further down on that company but they'd still expect them to land a fucking TV deal somewhere. So, uh, I think it was Sean Rossett, maybe? He asked a, a legitimate question. He was like, I'm not being facetious. I'm not trying to be a dick. How does TNA make money? They don't. And so, like, so you're going to take a product that is growing right people are there's a buzz to it that already doesn't make money and you're gonna do everything in your power to not improve on that we had still we had still want some sort of financial like windfall to come your way hmm. <laughs> these people run myself. big companies like i don't understand <laughs> i said it first and i i think i'm gonna be right on this I sent you guys this text. By the end of the year, Tony Khan's going to own that video library. It's going to be a hell of a bidding war. I yeah, I would. I mean, the, the the easy way is just to sell to WWE, but I think I don't know. I think he'd because that's an interesting one to get with so many of the guys. You're right. Like, like the Samoa Joe one, like 
if you can get so if you can build your streaming to have AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, and then mm-hmm. with the recent PWG news, I try to get that video library too. And then your separate what's, what's that news? Um, well, the the owner of PWG, his wife's having some medical issues, and he kind of put a hold to the. He didn't he didn't close the company, but it's on indefinite hiatus. So they've only done like three shows in the last year and a half, anyway. Mm-hmm. So it ain't looking great, right? So I'd try to buy that video library too. And then you've set yourself up to be unique from WWE where, yeah, they have all the older video, but mm-hmm. anything of consequence from 2000 on, he would own with the exception of the WWE set. And like, and so you would have the bulk of Joe's like career, like except for the WWE stuff, which wasn't good anyway. So like, you're not missing much there. You'd have the bulk of AJ before WWE. Mm-hmm. You would have the bulk of most of the dudes. I mean, Adam Cole, the Kyle O'Reilly's, the Young Bucks, the whoever. I mean, you'd have just about everybody that's not WWE centric, and that's that's quite the unique streaming capability. Because yeah, because like if they're gonna get a streaming platform, which I know everybody wants, like they're gonna need more than just AEW. Yep, and that's why he did oh. the Ring of Honor one. That would be interesting. Oh. Yeah, I kind of hope he does get it. I don't want WWE. That, would that include Global Force? Well, the stuff they didn't already erase from the hard drive a couple years ago. <laughs> Corey, you, know, you still have that stuff. I do, actually. There it is. Tony Khan. I have it. Call Corey Mack. I've got it. They're going to, you know, TNA is going to TNA. Yeah, that's part of the, like, Jeff Jarrett sued him. Like, they just fucking erased that hard drive. What a dick move. I mean, uh, kind of respect it, but fuck what a dick move. God damn. What <laughs> What video library? <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Take the Cash Wheeler approach. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't got that. So, yeah, TNA is going to TNA. Sometime they're going to TNA even faster this time. Like, it's it's crazy, right? They finally got legitimate, positive momentum. And they just shit all over them. They can't help it. It was like an allergic reaction, dude. It's crazy to me. They got the tiniest bit of positive momentum. They're like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, it's not even like two steps forward, one step back. It's two steps forward and they jumped off the fucking cliff. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. God. Let's fire the guy who's responsible and piss off everybody else who can make it work. <laughs> cool. And then let's put Tommy Dreamer in head of creative. Oh, God. Which, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's well known. With the, to be alongside Shane McMahon is having some, just known as having some of the worst fucking creative ideas in the history yeah, of like, It's Just some people don't have that part of it, man. And that's okay. Not everybody has to have that part of it. Tommy Dreamer, right. for what Tommy Dreamer did, was a draw. Shane McMahon bring some stuff to the table. He has a pretty good business sense, but creatively, it ain't there, brother. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I can't wait. I'm actually really looking forward to this weekend because there is a TNA live event, and it's the first show since oh, tomorrow. And I just want to see what it looks like. Are they going to do anything radically different? Are they just going to slowly continue what he had started? I'm intrigued. It's an eight-sided ring all of a sudden. 
12 sided ring. Just a fucking triangle. Here is out. It's going to be a 16 sided wing. Two rings. Let's go. You know what? Fuck it. No ropes. It's no a, ropes. It's a high school yeah. wrestling mat. We're going catch as catch can, bitch. Why not? I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> Try something new, yeah, right? Damn. Well, Speaking now that of... Tommy Dreamer's in creative control, how soon until Bully Ray shows the fuck up and is in, like, running the company? Well, I'm sure he fucking texted the second he heard. Uh, hey, buddy. Do you need a man to help out? I'll do it. Time for another Bully Ray push. <sighs> Who deserves it less? The annual Bully Ray or annual Billy Gunn? Oh, Bully Ray at this point. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, that then that brings up my uh, ne- our next talking point for or should i say Corey's talking point did uh billy gunn get any uh yearly uh <laughs> you know runs in your uh, most recent watch oh uh how can i yeah let's let's show you let's let's talk about it i rewatched 2001 wwf on my pay-per-view recap project um Ooh, you know of what course, I, we, did, we did the first three months on the Monday Night War Stories, which you can listen to at NoSolarNamer.com. That's right. And we ended with WrestleMania 17. So I didn't go back and watch those. Those are still fresh in my mind. God, what a so hell I started of a with, show. I started with Backlash 2001, which was an okay show. Mm-hmm. But um, first I forgot X-Factor was that big of a thing for a couple months. <laughs> That's why you sent us the entire lyrics to the X-Factor Yes, thing. I did. And I sang it, don't worry. I knew you would. I was like, I told... Uh, <laughs> I told my son, I'm like, you know, Joe's saying that when he looked at it. You know, I got all that. Yep. Yep. While he was touching himself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 what I do on my own time. Yeah, Just captured on camera. Yep. What I do in the privacy of my own home to the X Factor theme song is none of your business. And, uh, boy, it's the time in between WrestleMania and when the, they kick off the invasion in June is pretty fucking dry man i I gotta be honest (laughs) with you they're just like in a holding pattern and it's WWE, so of course the holding pattern is stone cold steve austin against the undertaker gross because why why wouldn't gross and you know and triple h i never i hate the two-man power trip because i never understood why out of nowhere triple h just willingly becomes austin's bitch don't understand and Corey, you want to ask the people listening the question you asked Joe and I? What? Oh, yeah. Is Undertaker the worst main event pushed guy ever? Like, he just doesn't produce anything in the main events. He's just, he's really, he's the most overrated main event push guy that I can think of. I was trying to come up with another one, and I, I didn't land on anything. And what I'm watching right now is his actually more animated American badass version. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, the matches weren't any better, but at least he was doing more. This is the only taker I ever saw in person was American badass. He never had the fucking bike. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Lame. Talk about half, half acid it for you. <laughs> um, King of the Ring was surreal. I, I Good card up and down, but. Shane and Kurt Angle killing themselves for no reason. Oh, it's that match. Oh. Yeah. Was that as uh, brutal but, as it's led to yes. believe in, in highlight packages? Yeah, it holds up. It's, it's you know what's funny? Brutal. I don't think I've ever seen that match. 
Kurt, I mean, they admit it. Kurt pretty much just stiffs him the entire match to make it look good. Like, like those windows, the, he couldn't break him the glass. Of Shane. Yeah, yeah. Shane wanted it to look somebody, good. Uh, like Charles Robinson really told him to stop, and Shane was like, fuck that, throw me again. And Kurt's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he threw him through the goddamn thing. It's brutal to watch. It really is. Does it? Kurt, one thing I how did does it stack up against uh, Rock and Mankind? As far as like unintended, like unnecessary um, brutality, I prefer this um, because the mankind one just felt so. After a while, it's just so many chair shots to the head, and the, and he couldn't defend himself, and you were just like, "What is happening here?" Whereas this, there was different things happening, and it wasn't as fucking brutal. I mean, the the Foley one, even at the time, I was like, "He's killing himself. He's got brain damage." What is mm-hmm. why 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 are you doing this? But I mean, but this one's pretty fucking brutal too. Two thousand one. What I do remember now is how fucking great Kurt Angle was that year. He was phenomenal in everything he did. Um, the Alliance. I, I just want you to know something. So we always make fun of the Alliance, right? Mm-hmm. What a bad push it was. WCW and ECW going against the WWE. I want to give you just a couple of the matches from the famous Invasion pay-per-view in Cleveland. The fi- We finally got all the companies together, right? These are the dream matches. Yep. Earl Hebner versus Earl Hebner versus Nick Patrick. Corey, and Corey, is this is this is this the pay-per-view that the stage still wasn't set up when it was live? No. No, it wasn't set up. It just had a big hole in the middle because there was a V. The oh, okay. Movie. Okay. So yeah, Earl Hebner mm. and Nick Patrick, like in a tuxedo match, or no, just in a ref versus ref match. I'm guessing Earl went over. Yes. Yeah. Did he right. slow Nick... count himself? <laughs> Mick Foley. <laughs> yes. Now Mick Foley was a special ref. <laughs> that would have been so fucking great. You know who would? Naja. Naja would do it. How about hey, the first APA, APA taking on Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hara? Um, what? Yeah. Now this one, this one intrigues me. Billy Kidman and X Pac. Good match. Oh, it's Kidman. It's a tail. What type of, what type of, of shirt was he wearing? Real good We're working jeans. <laughs> oh, this is WWE, so he's in tights with no shirt. Ah oh, man. Uh, so two questions. Uh. Was he power bombed? No. Corbin. Hmm. Did anybody not from WWE get a win on this card? Uh yeah, Kidman beat X Pac, of course. That I mean, check that. <laughs> but here, no, no, check up. So here's comes the the Holy Trinity. These are the matches I cannot believe they put on pay per view when it comes to WCW, ECW versus WF and all these dream matches you could have had, right? Raven versus William Regal. It could be good. It's a good match. Is this yeah, but, for anything? Was this no, for anything? Well, bragging rights, son. But okay, you know, okay. nobody needs it, but it's a good match. <laughs> How about Tajiri versus Taz? I feel like that's an ECW feud that nobody cared about. And then I saved this one for last. This is this is an actual match that happened on the pay-per-view, not the pre-show. On the pay-per-view, okay? Team WCW, Canyon, Hugh Morris, 
and Sean Stasiak. Meet. Defeated Uh-oh. the WWF team of Albert, Billy Gunn, and the Big Show. Well, what? Uh, that's <laughs> fucking. What did you rate that, Corey? Uh, believe it or not, that match actually got two stars because it was one of the better ones of the night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it so, got a better rating than the Regal match, the Taz match, the APA match, the ref match, of course. <laughs> so, Corey. Yeah. To, to borrow a gimmick real quick, with who was available, not who you'd want, but who was available, how would you redo that card? Ooh. Um... Hmm. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to think about it and let you know. Because there's definitely ways to improve this fucking thing. Can't make it worse. Not as much as you think. Now, there is is one good match, and that was the hardcore title match, Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I could see that. Where they just gave them no rules and said, go fuck yourselves up. And the main event was good, except for Steve Austin turning hill on his own heel turn. They lost the plot. Right. So, <laughs> it was an interesting time. Uh, the Kurt Angle-Steve Austin matches later on in the year were awesome. Uh, the Rock and Chris Jericho feuding was awesome. Um, but you also get out of... So, the unholy reset the night after Survivor Series. They The invasion is so fucking bad, they, they kill it at Survivor Series. They have a final match, a blow-off. Team WF wins. And the next night... <laughs> They'd repeat like, this ten years later, by the way. Right? It's like one of these fucking, it's like one of these fucking network sitcoms where Vince wakes up in the bed and was like, "It was all a dream. Nothing happened." And they just do this huge reset that night, <laughs> where Heyman's fired as announcer and Lawler is brought back like nothing happened. And then Kurt Angle shows up and he's all of a sudden a heel again, like like nothing happened. Vince is a a heel again because WWE's gone. And then Austin shows up, and he's a babyface for no reason again. Nothing happened. He's just a babyface. Okay. <laughs> like, it's Undertaker turns heel because Jim Ross won't kiss Vince's ass. What? Literally. Wait, so is Taker corporate exec number one? I Possibly. He <laughs> says he's been kissing ass for 10 years, and you're too good to do it, and he turns heel. I mean, it's, a, it's an insane fucking Raw. Where they Jesus just undo Christ. nine months worth of shit in like two hours. <laughs> oh, what a train wreck. I love it. Uh, yeah. 2001 was a crazy fucking year. So real nose that after Mania, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's good matches, but holy shit. <clears throat> Not good. Not good. Uh, what are you doing next? I started 1990. Did you do uh, the ECW? I did do ECW 1998, yes. I did that before 2001. Joe, maybe a while before I let you recommend one again. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that good, huh? That was interesting. I forgot, 1998 is really the year where ECW lost the plot. They just... Quit being ECW. <laughs> Shane Douglas gets hurt, and they instead of stripping him of the world title, he just takes like nine months off, no title defenses, no nothing. Ah, like Roman. Okay. 
that's where the FTW belt originally originated because Taz was like, fuck it. He won't wrestle. I'm now the fuck the world champion. Mean, fine. I'd make my own goddamn belt. Um, there's fucking uh, the pay-per-view where the ring uh, Bam Bam Bigelow suplexes Taz through the ring <laughs> in their match. And it's a memorable fucking moment. But then they still have the pay-per-view to finish. They still have the main event to come on after that. So they go to all these video packages, right? You think they're going to fix the ring. They come back. They just put yellow police tape on that fucking corner of the ring. And the main event goes out there to wrestle in what's three quarters of a functional ring. And like earlier in, uh, when when did this pay-per-view happen? March. Okay. So it was before Bulldog and Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And in fact, one of the members of the main event falls backwards into the fucking hole. Oh, uh, of course, it's, it's of course it's sunny, so you know, no big deal. But yeah, uh, yeah, they they pulled a fast one, and Sunny was the surprise tag team partner of Lance Storm in the main event of the pay per view. And a swerve. I I just want to say kudos to Lance Storm for sticking with pro wrestling because he get handed nothing but fucking shit. Yeah, he just had continual bullshit heaped at him time after time after time. Oh, my God. I mean, Jesus. And this motherfucker had to train and ride in those small towns with Chris Jericho, too. So it started bumpy and just went got worse as time went on. It's amazing he's normal. Right? Holy fuck. Um, Jesus. Later on in the year, there's a pay-per-view, November to remember, where, you know, Noted full-blooded Italian member Mabel shows up. Because, <laughs> of course, he does. As Mabel? Uh, yeah, as Mabel. And Fantastic. then Spike Dudley beats both him and the one-man gang in about 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, that's on, that's on par. Yeah. I mean, the now the Dudley boys were a high point. The, those Joel Gertner fucking tirades were fantastic. And well, they drew beer well, riots every well. every show I watched. Is that one of the ones this year? Is that the is that the famous one? No, that's the next year. It's the next year. Okay. And of course, Sabu and Sabu and the Sandman in a stairway to hell uh, ladder match to grab a bunch of razor wire to use. That was an interesting match, especially since later on you find out the Sandman was fucking tripping on LSD during the match. So, let me get this straight. They're climbing a stair. Well. Famously, you have to go up to go to hell? Yeah. To grab a bunch of razor wire to use on each other. All right. And since Sabu's, you know, he's a safe worker anyway, so of course I I personally would be tripping balls on LSD while wrestling this match. Jesus Christ. God damn. Damn, Joe, what'd you do to him? My bad. (laughs) (laughs) It was my bad, you know? It was an interesting year. I'll tell you that one. After those two years, I needed to come down. That's why I'm doing 1990. There it is. I'm like, you know what? I need something slower. My bad. Ooh. My bad. 90. Uh, ready for one. Ninth dose W or WF? Uh, I'm doing, oh, I'm doing 90 WF. Okay. Okay. Which I kind of shot myself in the foot because then I realized, oh wait, that's the year Ultra Warrior was on top. Oh goody. <laughs> Backfired. Got yeah, it. I got one for you, Cody. When you ready for a new a new one, I got I got one for you. All right, cool. I will. Uh, 
embark on that after I finish. Uh, what is it? Because that 90 won't take too long. 84 WWF? What year? 84. 84? I can do it. House shows, yeah, I can do it. I got them all. Interesting year, too. The the, the national expansion. Mm-hmm. Some interesting shit to do there, yeah. Now we're talking my wheelhouse, too, so yes. Yeah. I will be fine. No, <laughs> no full-blooded Italian Mabel. So, Corey, either that <laughs> yet, or... you know. So, that or I'll give you the option or 2016 WWE. Oh, I think we'll go to 84. I think, well, you know what? 2016, that's, that's nice of you. Let's get we're, it out of the way. We're going to do some 84. That sounds good. <laughs> Watch 32, you coward. <laughs> Never. I'm legit scared, too. I'm not sure what that would do to me. I need to make sure I've got a lot of my meds, my my happy meds, <sighs> if I'm going to try 32 at some point. Joe, but I feel like we need to have a, a night where we indulge in some beverages and watch 32 as, I a, think as, a, as I, a group. I, I, I agree, and I feel like <laughs> if um, there could be someone else that should partake since he was there for the first time. And oh, I think so, too. We should I just hold, so off, too. hold off a little bit. But that's that's fair. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we do a retro review machine and revisit WrestleMania 32 because I wasn't there for that. I just yeah. got to hear the classic podcast. Uh, three hour show. Corey doesn't talk till hour <laughs> one starts. Got it. Yeah. Oh god. I'm like Shivani and those old nitros. I don't come on till hour two. <laughs> I just want to hear that podcast again. We got to find it, Joe. I can look it up on the hard drive. <laughs> So uh, we also had ourselves. We had homework. Um, we did as it was my pick of uh, you know <coughs> who jump shipped you know, to you know jump from WCW to ECW, ECW to WWF, WWF to WCW, vice versa. You know who is your when you think of who jump shipped? Who's your top four? And now you put the caveat, Joe, excluding Chris Jericho. Excluding Chris Jericho, yes. Well, I got one. Can I go first? Because I got one specifically for Joe. Yeah, it's the first one I thought of. See, it's it's a it's a Monday night. Yep. It's April nineteen ninety eight. You know, uh, momentum has shifted. Mm-hmm. WWF is about to about to gain control again and win a ratings war, and WWE probably feels the pressure. And uh, it was an hour one of this of this particular Nitro that they decided to. Shoot their load when they brought in Marty Janetti. You son of a bitch. <laughs> they tried to turn the tide. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, I love the setup because you think he's going a direction, and that's not, I knew it immediately where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suck it, Sean Walton. Jobin, you want to go? You want me to go? <laughs> you can go for. You can go. You can go. Okay. So now, I think between the three of us, we'll have some of the same ones that are fairly noteworthy. So I'm going to go maybe a little bit off the beaten path. We'll see. I'm going to go to 2002, and that would be Eric Bischoff in WWF. That one was awesome. Except for the ultra fucking awkward handshake hug they had. Yeah. What was that? It's like the two of them had never hugged anybody in their life before. 
Well, not consensually. Um, Ooh, that's a good point yeah. for those two. Uh, so, Corey. Yeah. In the I'm gonna see what's the phrase in the history of pro wrestling. Is there anybody who has walked into a company with more heat without saying a word than Eric Bischoff in 2002 WWF? The only instance I can think of is earlier that same year when Vince brought the NWO back. Because they had immense heat with most of the boys. My but God. I think even that paled in comparison to Bischoff. I remember the story where like Stephanie purposely walked him through the locker room in front of everybody and he just got death glares. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember they gave it away, which was smart in retrospect. They gave it away that he was on Raw because they were having like Lillian Garcia interview Booker in the back and Bischoff walks through the screen because mm-hmm. they were just about to announce the new general manager and Booker just goes, tell me I didn't just see that. And then they go to commercial and you're like, holy fuck, Bischoff's the GM. Smart move, but holy. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, holy fuck. What a wild moment. Oh, what a wild time. Joe, what do you got? All right. Uh, one of the ones, for me, this is because of re-watching the Monday Night War stories. Uh, Corey might know this one. By that, I mean he will. I'm going to go to January 27th of 1994. Keep going. Keep going. We all all have different ones. That's crazy. Class of the Champions 26. I know exactly what you're talking about. Bobby Heenan showing up to WCW. Mean Gene on the the entrance ramp, chilling the the hotline. He's like, and then he does the whole, oh, I got something in my ear. Oh, what? Introduce who? You got to be kidding me. Not that guy. (laughs) And then out comes Bobby Heenan. Oh, so good. So good. Yep, that's... I love that one. Hell yeah. Yeah, we have some different ones. That makes me excited. Well, I got another one I guarantee neither one of you have. Uh, So, ECW, uh, January 95. They're kind of getting momentum. You know, they're not serious competition to WCW or WWF. But uh, they're kind of getting momentum. Shane Douglas is the champ. He's looking for famous guys from the past to, to fight to notch another... Nacho's belt, looking for somebody who's had WWF or WCW cred, and into ECW arena pops, Marty Jannetty. Ah, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! It was a good one. That is a good one. God damn it! Oh, which obvious one do I want to go with? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do this one. Brett in 97. Of course. Yes. Yep. Even like knowing three months out that he was going, it was still, I mean, shocking the way he left, obviously, but seeing him walk out on a WCW show was fucking weird. Yeah. It's surreal. I never really got used to it. He never like he never looked comfortable. He never looked like he belonged. It just God, it so did not fit. Well, nope, you know, they they was all hail Canada. 
Um, I I go. I'm gonna go back to the war stories, and this is one I remember for the first time as well. Watching, he already picked Marty Jannetty, Joe. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay, well, never mind. Skip me. Uh, I go to March March 30th, 1998, the day after WrestleMania. Sean Waltman, X Pac showing up. That's an all timer. The him showing up, you know, looking for his buddies. You know, wants uh, Paul and Nash to come over, fuck Bischoff, basically, you know, just, you know, this is the stuff for me growing up watching, like, oh, you know, holy crap, you know, you know, six, one, two, three kid back on WWF programming, you know, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that's an old timer. I used to know his whole promo verbatim. All right, Joe. I had my fun with you, but now it's time okay. to get serious. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, if this is somehow no, another. No, no, time to get serious. Okay. Um, Lance Storm? How can be serious? Although that was a good one when he showed up in the night. It was. <laughs> but uh, now in September 95, WF need to, to, needed to like yeah. get some more people in and refill the coffers. Um, the new generation was kind of mm, dragging a dead carcass across the finish line, as it were. And they just needed some people to uh, have good competitive matches on Raw, so they brought back Marty Jannetty. <laughs> I knew it, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> How many times can this match fucking well, At least one more. <laughs> God damn it! It's going to be the weirdest looking mountain ever. I know. <laughs> at least he's going to have two legs on um, all of them. You know what? I like this. I like you guys doing weird shit. I'm gonna just keep hitting the big ones. Okay. Uh, which one? You guys pick. Which WWF to WCW or the other way? Which one? How about WWF to WCW? Yeah. Let's go ahead and go to May 27th, 1996. I knew this was coming. Yeah. Let's go to Scott Hall. Uh, how did I put it? Changing fucking wrestling. What's he doing here? Oh, so good. Shout out to the Mauler. Never gets the credit he deserves. Mikey, uh, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty big deal. As somebody was, uh, who was who was not plugged in to, uh, I was not a smart fan at the time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, neither was I. And I was like, what's going on here? It was awesome. Oh. You don't know why I'm here. Man. Um, Joe's just trying to figure out: Does Marty Jannetty have one more return? I, I don't know. You, you you got me trying to lurk right lurking right now, and I I I, I have a suspicion there will be, but we will. Uh... Well, there's at least three more with Marty Jannetty I could go with. But... God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, Hall and Nash was on my like Nash as well. Hall and Nash for me. Um. But I gotta. I can't. Know. I can never go with Nash. Just he fucked the promo up. Well, You're not gonna you go got, with the he... Tinker Tape Parade and and Universal Studios for the Hulkster brother. You know, I thought about that, and like, it's weird, right? That it's so weird that WCW at the time had revisionist history because they pretended like it was a big deal, where most people were like, "Ugh, fuck," right. Like it's Bischoff weird. wanted Hogan, the fans didn't want Hogan, <laughs> and it's weird because it 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 it's the one time it felt like a big deal and not a big deal at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's weird. Uh, that one's it's definitely unique. Um, I'm going to WWF to WCW, and this is a the one because of the Monday Night War stories. We go to uh, one uh, Sheen himself, Lex Luger. That's my honorable. Get the mention. camera off the wearing the fucking Seinfeld puffy shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Want to be a pirate? Uh, but just, just you know, just somebody gave him that shirt. That one. No. Yeah, like some private collector bought that shirt somewhere, and they gave it back to him as a present. He's like, I don't fucking want this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's fucking hideous. It's a terrible shirt. <laughs> I don't want to be a pirate. Joe, oh. I'm going to let you off the hook for real with the last one. Oh, shit, but okay. <laughs> I just have I just have five words for you. Who the fuck rehired Raven? God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn. What a, what a mark. God. Ugh. <laughs> Well, let's make you two jabronis happy with this one. Big T? Uh, Is it Big T? I mean, Big T? Harlem Heat 2000. Spoiler. Uh, a little bigger. I'm going to go Ric Flair in 1992. <laughs> that was huge. When, with the fucking all, world title. <laughs> in all seriousness, when fucking Bobby Heenan <clears throat> walks onto the fucking set for Wrestling Challenge, and he's got the goddamn... WCW world title in his hands. An 11 year old me was like, What in the fuck is happening right now? Crazy. So awesome. So awesome. It's not a question about that, Corey. Yeah. Being the database that you are. Is that moment, is that being lost? Like, for, is that being lost in importance because of Hall and Nash? Like, would that be looked on? as a bigger moment if that hadn't happened? Yes. For two that's reasons. A, One, that's a big fucking deal, man. It's huge, but it's also their own fault. It would be looked at as an even bigger, huge fucking deal if they did the Hogan Flair match at WrestleMania that, I don't know, the entire wrestling world had waited over a decade to see. Hey, they got it at a house show in Poughkeepsie or wherever the fuck they had it. Oakland. <laughs> yeah, hi. Yeah. If they'd have done like the, that, it'd be remembered completely differently. Is not having Hogan and Flair at Mania the biggest blunder maybe in wrestling history? It's a major, yeah, it's one of them. And, does and, that does that well, outdraw Hogan Andre? No, not at the time, only because the business had gone down a little bit. But I mean, they still got what was it? Almost 60,000 in the Hoosier Dome for WrestleMania 8. It would have drawn at least that. They would have done better than that if they had marketed Flair Hogan. And, and don't listen to Pritchard or any of those fucking diff. They couldn't do it because it didn't draw that well in Oakland. Plus, well, Hogan wasn't going to lo- Fuck it. You do the fucking match. Like, we know how do you Hogan have that at your disposal? It's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> how do you have that at your disposal and not fucking do it? I, it's wild. I. That's like them holding that, off on Austin Rocket seventeen. Eh, hold on, hold on. Let's give know, Taz's due. Let's that give Taz pay per view in in Cleveland in September. That needs to. We need a we need a big card. Yeah, I mean, fuck them. There's a reason it it, and they were 
uh, everybody was proven right three years later when WCW ran it for the first time on pay-per-view and it fucking turned them around. Bash the Beach? Yeah, they brought Hogan in, did that match, and ran with that feud, and that's what turned them around originally. I mean, sure, they weren't white hot until the NWO, but that was the starting block. And mm-hmm. if they and think about it, if if McMahon would have ran that at Mania, that wouldn't have been a big deal for WCW, and they might not have ever gotten out of the blocks even with Hogan coming in. If they do WrestleMania, Flair Hogan, Hogan wins because it's Hogan. Whatever. Yeah. Does Flair go back? Not right away. He'd probably gone back at the same time because. If I mean I know they wanted Hogan to go away not only to make his movie but because of the storage shit. Yeah. But if you keep Hogan around and you just after Mania then you do a house show run of Hogan and Flair, he probably makes better money. And it keeps them hot with shit to do. But instead, I mean what they did wasn't terrible, but it just didn't do the business that that could have. I mean, Savage and Flair was good. They did the whole, like, she was mine before she was yours storyline with mm-hmm. Liz, and it worked. It got over. But they could have done so much better. And then they fucking, they almost kill Flair's career in September 92 because they have him start working house shows with Warrior. <laughs> and first match in, Warrior, like, ruptures his eardrum. <laughs> That, that, that plane out. crash had to be more comfortable than working fucking warrior, dude. Right? God damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, who's up for homework? Who's next? I believe it's you, isn't it? Because I did the tag team. I just did the jump shift. Well, it's Mike then. Yeah. It's me. Hmm. Well, if you need to think, I got. I'll bring it up to Corey. Uh, I did watch um, Iron Claw. Oh yeah. Well, I need to watch it. I've got it on the gimmick. I just need to watch it. I saw that. Um, <laughs> I wonder how you <laughs> watched it. <laughs> no, no, no. I watched it off someone else, uh, something else's gimmick. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, Are you cheating on Corey's gimmick? Well, no. There's I not did. much to cheat on, so it's, it's fair. <laughs> um. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It was um inter- it was sad and depressing like it should be. Um we me and Booble were joking around how it's through the like POV of Kevin Von Eric. And well it'd be kind of hard to do the POV of yeah. anybody else in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well no, like we said that like obviously he's the one that's alive, but like yeah. did anybody give a fuck about Kevin Von Eric? <laughs> Not really. Like, I mean, Jesus, man. When they were when they were all hot in the early '80s, yes, but by '85 oh. or '86, no, nobody, nobody really. No, like, I enjoyed the movie. I would just say that. I think the one thing, and it will bother you too, and I'll just tell you now. Like, it's just Zach Efron being Kevin Von Erich, who is five eight, but Von Erich is like six one, six two, and it just bothers yeah. me. It just bothered me for the movie, like. He's my he's one of the taller brothers and he's like the shortest guy in the in the you know in the movie. They were all I mean they were big dudes. Yeah. Except for Chris, because who isn't even in the movie, is he? No. He's not. He is not. Damn. That's probably for the best. Yeah, they don't mention him at all. He's the that, guy. That's probably for the best. Yeah. 
but it's it's good. It's it is depressing. Uh, the producer talked about how she got you know felt really bad for Kevin when the Dark Side of the Ring came out with the of the for the Von Erics and yeah, um, all of those feelings came back, but like multiplied by a hundred for her watching it again, just like having to you know kind of see what happened. I, I can't imagine being in a situation where there's like six brothers total. And by the time you're fucking 35, you're the only one left. Yeah. That's got to be rough. I think, I think you enjoy it. it was, you know, again, I'm not sure I watched it this week. Yeah. So, uh, Overlord, did you find something? I did. I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Oh, okay. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, I, well, I'll keep talking translate about it. Fr- translate it to French and let Joe reward it. Uh, <laughs> as uh, as you continue, I can I'll bring up that they're making a. Um, I'm looking on the social medias and they're making a Ferris Bueller's Day Off spinoff. So that's a thing. What for? What the the two the the, <laughs> the, the, the two car attendants in this one? <laughs> the two car attendants that stole his ve- stole the car. They're going to have a day off. What, they're now fucking 75 and taking a day off in Chicago? Yep. God damn, we're getting... <laughs> okay, you two are far more into Hollywood movies than I... Hollywood needs, like, a, a come-to-Jesus meeting. They do. Well, he likes feet, so... Yeah, found that out. <laughs> we'll get us some Corey, that commercial, Joe. Yeah, we'll find it for you, Corey. We'll put it on the... On the uh... On the Discord for No Cells uh, Entertainment Discord. There we go. Nice, nice little plugola. Okay. So we we talked about it, and funny enough, this it came to me because it's something they didn't do. I want your top four in ring only rivalries. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Or in ring only. In ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they don't have to have the hottest programs, not the biggest, you know, money drawers, just in ring who just had that connection. I like that. I, I can go deep on that. that I figured me. you would. How many Marty Genetti's do we get? God I was already damn. thinking. I'm like, you know, really. <laughs> Hey, by the way, by the way, how many more Genetti uh, swaps could oh, you've yeah. done? What? With your Genetti uh, sw- jumping ships, how oh, many more could you have done? I could have done. Let's say I could have done ninety-three. I could have done ninety-two. I could have done two thousand and five. Yeah. Uh, so at least three more. Jesus Christ! What about where he jumped ship from inside to outside the barbershop? That's awesome. You see that? He tried to run away. That coward. He's scared. I knew it. Oh, I always Bobby. said Sean was better. <sighs> Again, um, you can get your tickets now for Pow Pro Wrestling's Hard Luck at com. You can also get uh, the Art House After Dark Nightmare on and Nightmare on Elm Street at at eugenearthouse.com forward slash movie forward slash a nightmare on Elm Street. But you can get no so you can go to no so entertainment.com. That is right, no so 
entertainment.com. I'm having a stroke right now where you can find how tickets, you can find everything we do for you. You can find uh, us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, X, Instagram, and the no sell discord where you can see the, the feet uh, commercial. <laughs> uh, you can listen to us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 